0: The entrepreneurial spirit is resilient, and U.S. Bank is here to make sure that no matter what unknown pops up, business owners know that we have their back, because problem solvers are the ones that keep us all moving forward by finding ways to close gaps, even when distances are being kept everywhere. So whatever you need to adapt and evolve your business, U.S. Bank is here to support you. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal Housing Lender Member FDIC. Hello, and welcome back to The Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. As a part of my TV show, Small Business Network, I recently had the opportunity to interview Bola Odina, CEO and Managing Partner at MBA Growth Partners, Tony Parchment, founder at Upstart Connectors Incorporated, and co-founder of MoCo Black Business Council, and C. Marie Taylor. She's the president at Equity Through Action. The topic of our conversation was why Black businesses matter. We addressed the challenges that prevent Black-owned businesses from growing, ways to scale Black businesses, resources to find Black businesses in your area, and so much more. The parts of Boost that this episode addresses are optimize relationships, obtain new leads, and tap into new markets. Let's check it out. Joining me online to discuss why Black businesses matter are three of my favorite Black business owners. First up is (laughs) Bola Odina. She's the CEO and managing partner at MBA Growth Partners. Tony Parchment is the founder of Upstart Connectors Incorporated and co-founder of the MoCo Black Business Council. And then C. Marie Taylor is president and at the Equity Through, well, actually, at Equity Through Action. Welcome, everyone. It is so great to have you guys. And I know we have a lot of ground to cover. So I want to actually first jump in with C. Marie. Why should we support Black businesses?
2: Well, thanks, Kelly. And it's so great to be on this morning. So here's why I think we should um, support Black businesses and why they matter because we're a business like everybody else, right? And we're part of the community. And so it's really important when you're thinking about how you're going to support the community, how does that include everyone? And that includes Black businesses, right? And we shouldn't be the last thought that you go buy some soap from us uh, in February, right? Because we're part of the community 365 days of the year. And when you think about the local community and particularly the Black community and the work that we've done to create um, this country, that's why black businesses matter, right? When you think about how we've contributed, how you can then give back to all of us, which includes black businesses. And so that would be my answer. Awesome. And,
0: you know, and it's interesting. I heard a stat recently with COVID um, and we know COVID has struck every business, large, small black, you know, black owned or not, but in particular black owned businesses, I heard a stat that 50% of black, small black owned businesses closed as a result of COVID. And so, Tony, I would love to know, in your view, what are some of the biggest challenges that are preventing Black-owned businesses from growing?
3: Yeah, well, I think the common answer that a lot of people say is lack of access to capital. But I think it's a lot more nuanced than that. I, I'd actually say it's a lack of access to social capital. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no question that household wealth in, in the Black community has hindered our ability to start and grow and scale businesses. But in many other communities, household wealth enables friends and families to support businesses and give people startup capital that they need to get traction that's, that actually eventually gives them access to traditional um, banking and finances. Let's be honest. If you have a friend, family member, or someone that you're going to see at Thanksgiving dinner that you borrowed money from, you're going to work really, really hard to make sure that you get the business going to the point where you get the traction to be successful and grow. So I think adding that social capital will lead to financial capital that will lead to success. That's one of the reasons we started the Black Business Council to enable us to build the social capital in the community by building cohorts of people that support one another, that become business advisors, and can really use your knowledge, connections, and access to traditional financial capital to grow and thrive.
1: So let's, and
2: can uh, I jump in? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because so, I love when he's talking about social capital, right? Because it goes back to the first question you were talking about. So when you think about the communities, particularly if you're uh, not black, in terms of social capital, so you have a bunch of black friends, why aren't you thinking about them in terms of business access, right? right. And so it extends past like having them over for dinner. Why aren't you bringing us into the business opportunity? So I just wanted to tie into that.
0: Yeah. And so and that's actually a point that I was going to drill down on as well. See, Marie, is do we do you believe, Tony, that part of it, too, is maybe also, you know, there's that old adage, don't do business with family, like do not do business with family. And so but in certain communities, it's a given. You should do business with family. You should support one another. You should contribute to one another. Do you think that that's part of the challenge as well as that there's this stigma that, I don't want to take a risk on a family member or friend yeah, for family matter.
3: member or friend. I think yeah. it's a re- really prevalent when it comes to friends, but family members also, we just don't understand what's necessary in order to, um, to tr- we need to build the trust in the community so that we can extend ourselves and, and take risks on each other, which in the end of the day, I truly have faith will pay off. Um, my brother and I, my brother and I got our business started by um, borrowing money from our parents 23 years ago, and we've grown that company. Now we're on the board of that company, and that's enabled us to do other things. So seeing the patterns that I've seen really makes me want to reach out and figure out how we start to build that social capital that result in I think our, our business is growing and thriving.
0: Awesome. Now, Bola, I would, I would love to invo- your, invite your voice into this conversation because I know a lot of the work that you do is in this area specifically. So as you're thinking about the resources that are available, what is out there to support not only the growth of Black business, but also helping Black business to scale?
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kelly. Uh, and I agree with both Seemarie and Tony. You know, resources are what's necessary to grow and scale Black businesses, both social and actual capital. And what we found is even if we do have the social connections, um, a lot of us don't have the deep pockets to be able to go and leverage money from friends, family, and fools, so to speak, who are typically the the first um, investors in your businesses. So, um, you know, it makes it that much more difficult for us. You know, um, I think you're lucky, Tony, that you were able to go to your parents to, to get some funding. Um, but statistics show that, you know, third less capital is, um, you know, what black businesses start with. And then the technical know-how is not available for them to then push their businesses forward. Um, so then therefore they cannot scale. But there are resources that are available, and those resources um, are becoming more and more plentiful um, as of late. There are incubators that Black businesses can tap into, um, which provide coaching, training, networking, um, to allow you to find that social capital um, to be able to start and scale your business. Um, There are also different types of um, diversity-focused capital funds that you can tap into. These are funds that are specifically set up or Black businesses, minority-owned businesses um, to tap into to grow and scale their businesses. And as a result, you may get a mentor um, who can support the growth and scaling of your business. Um, if you're not able to tap into those two, because a lot of times it requires application and maybe even a connection that you may not have. One thing that I love about social media is the ability for you to really just push your voice, your, your um, initiatives out there. And if people buy into it, they can fund you. Um, so an example is through crowdfunding. Um, crowdsource funding is something that's been huge and it's taken up um, recently. I know a bunch of black businesses that have started um, because they were not able to get funding through traditional methods, but took to crowdfunding like Kickstarter, GoFundMe, Indiegogo to really get access to capital. Um, But there are other traditional ones around grants that you can apply to. um, Having a really good relationship with your bank is another good way to get started. So even if you don't have great credit, which a lot of us, once again, within the black community um, may have struggles with, um, you can develop relationships with community banks, black owned banks, so that you can gain access to capital that you may not think of. Um, And then other government sponsored um, initiatives like SCORE programs, women business centers, the small business administration, lots and lots of resources. Um, So it's not to um, say there aren't too many resources out there. A lot of times we just don't know about it. So hopefully we can, um, you know, be more knowledgeable so that we can tap into these resources for our business.
2: Well, and a new growing trend is some of the larger um, philanthropic endeavors, like the Kellogg mm-hmm. Foundations, are now funding for-profit businesses run by people of color, which is, they should have been doing all along, but I'm glad they caught on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, can I add something?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. So, so, I agree with Bola. There are a lot of, there are a lot of resources out there, and some, it's not that there are too many, but sometimes it's hard to find the right one at the right, right. time which is clearly why you need to talk to Bola. But yeah. I, I think sometimes it's just overwhelming. When you think of most business owners, their heads are down, just trying to take care of customers, employees, and get meet the strategic objectives of their business. And don't, they don't, a lot of times don't have time to look up and find those resources. So finding people that understand or maybe have navigated through these different um, resources is also, I think, really, really important.
0: Yeah, and Bola, one of the things that you mentioned was um, the important, well, the underlying, I guess, theme in some of what you were saying was relationships and how relationships are so important. And um, even the idea of of identifying a mentor. And I, I, I certainly don't want to take us off track of it, but I do want to mention the fact what, in you all's opinion, is the best way to identify? a mentor? Is it going through like a score or something along those lines? Or or for each of you, because each of you are successful in your own right, what have you found well first of all, do you have a mentor? And second of all, how what's the best way for someone to identify someone who could mentor them in their business? Um see Maria
2: jump in. Wants- yeah. So I actually have a mentor and a sponsor, right? Because Sometimes I need access to rooms that I don't have access to. And I actually know a zillion people, but there's still a couple other people I need to get access to. So my sponsor helps me with that. And so for me, I had to find someone who had, um, who's in rooms that I'm not in and has other pockets that I don't have. So that's what I use uh, uh, my relationship and leverage my relationship with my sponsor around. And then my mentor um, is an objective person who's like, yeah, that's not a good idea. Maybe that is. So I actually have both. Um, yeah.
0: Well, and yeah. it's funny you should say that, Seemarie. So whenever I think of the term sponsor, I always think about corporate for whatever reason. I didn't even think about, oh, as a business owner, you should have a sponsor as well. But thank you for bringing that up. Bola, your yep. thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree
1: with Seemarie. I think if you're fortunate enough to have that network, um, you can think about individuals within your community that you can tap for mentors or sponsors. And, and I think if you're looking for mentors, because we've had such unique challenges as black business owners, um, it may be good for you to have a black mentor, um, someone who understands the unique struggles that you will have to navigate. They've been there, they've done that so they can sort of hold your hand to walk you through the process. But I also agree with C. Marie, there are plenty of others in other communities who can dream beyond we even know what to dream of. Um, they've been there, they have connections, they know, you know what the art of the possible is when we're scared so really um, poke the bear, right? We're just looking to pay our bills a lot of times. Um, so having sponsors or individuals who can really help to expand your thinking, um, I mm-hmm. think, is another um, great one to tap into. However, it's not always easily um, available or obvious to you who those sponsors can be. Um, so what I've done is I'm a part of a mastermind group. Um, really just to open up my network and be able to break bread with individuals who've been in business, who've had family businesses for generations and be able to have access to them. Over time, you develop those relationships and now they may feel comfortable to open up doors for you, but it does take time if it's not currently available to you. And I think a lot of Black businesses are in that space. It does take time and you may need to invest in a mastermind group, uh, other sort of um, referral networks
0: to really expand your 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 network opportunities. And I appreciate the fact that you used the word invest. And yeah. so Tony, I know between Upstart Connectors and then the work that you're doing with the Moco Black Business Council, you probably are all about mentor, 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 and networking. So what are your thoughts yes. on this subject?
3: Yeah, so I completely agree with everything C Marie and Bola said. I think it's important to have a Black mentor, you know, someone that you can turn to because we do have unique challenges in our community. I also think it's super important to have mentors or groups outside of our community that can tap into a mindset and resources that we just might not have access to. I think uh, it helps to have outside people that can help you with blind spots that you have um, and can help you with a vision that you might not even think is a real- a potential reality based on your experience. Um, as far as the mentor goes, I think it's also important to make sure that that mentor has gone down the trail that you want to go down also. So if they're in your industry and they've been successful, I've been pleasantly surprised at how many people are actually willing to spend time with people that they think are, are really trying to do the right thing by their customer, their jobs, and the, and, and their employees.
0: Yeah. And so the underlying piece that you said that for folks who are trying to do right. So, you know, don't come half stepping to, to a, a mentor or a sponsor and expect them to give more than what you're willing to give yourself. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I appreciate you, you sort of sliding that in there. Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true.
1: I was just going to quickly go on to add that, um, You know, what Tony said really made me think about what a friend of mine said the other day about having a board of advisors or you're starting five. Mm -hmm. So when you are looking for mentors or sponsors, um, make sure you have people in critical roles that can push your business forward. So a CPA, an attorney, a banker, a business advisor, someone who's in sales and marketing, these individuals know what the latest trends or specific regulations in their industries are that at Sonny's point, you may not have the time to stay up to date on. So they can give you a call, the CPA may ask you, are you aware of these new credits that you can take advantage of for your business? And you may not have known that. So as you look for mentors in building your board of advisors, just be sure it's as well-rounded as possible and not just someone that you happen to get along with.
0: Now, Bola, since I've got you, and, and I, I think we've sort of alluded to some of this, but and I know you love you love to help businesses scale. What are some of the unique roadblocks that you found specific to Black businesses that perhaps might per, you know might preclude them from being able to scale effectively?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we've touched upon um, some of that already. It's access to capital, it's access to social social capital, um, lack of technical know-how. But ultimately, um, you know, as a community, we're really just struggling from trauma that have been inflicted from, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years through slavery, Jim Crow, redlining. Um, You know, ultimately, we're having to sort of fight a system that's difficult for us to even understand. So because of that, um, we can't dream as big as we, we should be dreaming when it comes to our businesses. So some of the roadblocks that, um, you know, we have to work with business owners through is really just um, pushing through um, the self-limiting beliefs or ideas that they placed upon themselves. Um, the self-sabotaging behaviors around Either not having processes, systems, not cleaning up their credits, hiding certain things from, um, you know, the IRS because on one hand, it's, it looks good for your business, but ultimately you're setting yourself up down the line. So there are just a lot of different things that, um, that impacts our mentality from the trauma that we've um, been through and continue to go through that really acts as roadblocks for us. Um, So I would say in addition to all of the things that we've discussed earlier, um, just really making sure that we understand going into business is necessarily a journey into discovering where your blind spots are. You know, what some of the um, limitations you've placed upon yourself are and working through those so that they don't limit you and your business in the long run.
0: Yeah. And Tony, I don't know if you have anything to add on on this t- topic, but I know one of the things, too, that when you think about um, roadblocks, I always often think about the notion of shame, too. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you feel like you're the only one going through or you're the only one that's struggling to pay the bills or just navigate the, the journey of business ownership. And so even that shame sometimes can put you in a position where you have an unwillingness to perhaps share with a mentor or a peer about what's going on inside of your business. And that prohibits you from even in growing.
3: I, I completely agree. And I think this is why it's so important to have a mastermind group to have other people that you're talking to that are in the business community. Cause you really realize I've been in mastermind groups of some sort for the past decade and you realize that so many business owners are going through the same things that you're going through. It's, it's unique in the Black community because we have that you know this historical oppression that we've had to do, deal with. But when you really start talking to other business owners, you start to understand that we all, even if we're in different industries, we're all struggling with a lot of the same things from self-doubt to different challenges in growing and scaling your business to how to motivate employees. And there are all kinds of lessons that we can learn across, you know, across an advisory group, a mastermind group, et et cetera.
0: Awesome. So, Tony uh, or C. Marie, did you want to hop in? Yeah, and I was
2: going to agree with that because I think one of the issues that we have, particularly when we're building businesses, is this thing around transparency. And we just don't want to be transparent with what's happening. And that's just this white dominant culture that somebody came up with that we're pushing against. I was having a meeting with someone and I said, these are our rates. Everybody sees it. Everybody knows it because I'm trying to create a business where there's truth and transparency, right? I'm not ashamed of what I'm charging. I'm not ashamed of what I'm asking for. And I'm pushing against the narrative that was created. I'm pushing it against
0: that system. I'm trying to live the values that I have for my company. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. Uh, Tony, yeah. how can we specific to Montgomery County? Because I think everything mm-hmm. that we've shared so far can be applied. We can drop it into any jurisdiction around the country but specific to montgomery county how can we help black businesses grow
3: well i I think one simple thing is look for black businesses when you have a need for a product or service I, i know yelp now has a way to search for black owned businesses um across across the country but look for businesses in montgomery county that are providing that product or service and it's going to take a little time to to you know It's going to take an extra step, but that's fine if you really are ready to support the Black community. And, and you should be because having successful Black businesses helps the community as a whole. And we we need to keep remembering that, especially in Montgomery County with the changing demographics, we, we all need to grow and succeed together. Um, we're also building a Black business directory in the black Montgomery County Black Business Council that will be available later this year. So that'll be another way to look for businesses that are specific to the county that provide certain products or service. And the other way is when you have a a great experience with a black owned business, talk about it, tell people about it, Uh, post it on your listserv, or if people are looking for specific types of service, you know, like everybody's looking for HVAC companies, uh, electricians, plumbers, post, post your good experiences on the listserv or reply with those vendors on the listserv. So everybody starts to realize who these who these great new um, businesses are in the community
2: and can I jump in and throw a couple other suggestions in so there's an amazing app called your black friends are busy I love it I love it I love it <laughs> um, and so on there there's all kinds of resources including businesses that you can look up um, and Facebook actually has a bunch of um, black owned um, I guess gr- affinity groups that you can look up so you can google there and, and say I'm looking for a baker or butcher a candlestick maker you can find it off the uh, um facebook groups um and then also let's not forget about our chambers right so the black chamber of commerce so that's another place and people forget to think about um faith um places right so your churches right and ask through your faith um associations where black businesses are so i just want to throw those in too
0: Awesome. Thank you for that. And and yeah. it's funny, at the end of this, well, I'm going to put a challenge out to everybody who's viewing this program to make a commitment in the month of February, although, uh, again, that's not the only time that we should be supporting Black business, but certainly for Black History Month, we should go out of our way to be supporting black businesses. Um, But I would love to just sort of open up the floor and ask a couple of questions um, to you all specifically around sort of as a black business owner, what is the one or two things that you wish you had known before you started your businesses? And so I know this is a question kind of off the cuff, but um, I will open the floor up to any of you all to start this conversation. So Bola, do you have... A response to that? What do you wish you I,
1: knew? Yeah, so so I'm actually ashamed to say I knew it. Um, I just didn't do it. <laughs> so it's more, um, what should you be doing when you start your business? Honestly, just putting systems in place, processes, systems, documenting how you work. Um, a lot of times you're so eager to get started. You just are ready to jump into the deep um, deep sea without putting structures in place for your business. And I promise um, that will save you so much heartache, headache um, down the line. Um, so it's really just understanding how do I plan on interfacing with my clients from start to finish and starting to document or putting some sort of um, systems in place to do that. So that's the one thing. And then um, I would say the next thing is really just having a strategic plan. Um, you, It's very difficult to know um, where you're going if you don't have a destination in mind. It's difficult to know how to get there. So a strategic plan, even if it's going to be completely off, you have no idea what the market is going to respond to, spending that time to think about the various components of your business will
0: really um, get you started off on the right path. Awesome. Thanks for that. What about you, Tony? What are the couple of things that you wish you knew before?
3: Well, I think everything Bola said was important. The, one of the things when we started our IT business, one of the things uh, that I thought was more most important was understanding the domain, the technical domain, that and, and the service that you're providing. And as I've grown, I've really realized relationships and understanding the importance of networking, not going somewhere and handing out your business cards, but building deeper relationships with people that understand business and can, that you can turn to when you have questions is super important. I think Boulder's idea of a mastermind group is an amazing idea. Um, And I just never would have thought that I thought starting a business was just doing a good job and keeping your heads down and and somehow business will magically come and the problems will solve themselves. So I'd say having a network of people that, that really care about you and the success of your business is tremendously important.
0: Awesome.
2: See, Marie, your thoughts? Um, those were all awesome. The only thing I would add is um, being okay with saying no. So, mm-hmm. when you first start your business, right, and I've done this, which is why I'm working from vacation right now, right, is making sure that it's, you say no sometimes, right? So, you're so afraid, you're like, I can do everything. I'll do it. Yes, 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 yes. Well, if it's not your circle of genius, then don't say yes, right? Stay in your circle of genius. The business will come to you, right? You have to have a product that somebody needs and it'll come to you, right? Do the things that Bola and Tony are saying, but don't be afraid to say no, right? And so I think that's the biggest one I've learned thus far is to it's okay to say no.
3: It's okay. Although now, I wanted to- Can I that. add to that, Kelly? Yeah,
0: absolutely.
3: So uh, I think that's tremendously important. And um, part of saying no is also saying no to the fact that- uh, well, you have to realize that you can't do everything. And it takes a team to really grow a business. Um, understanding what you're good at and understanding everything has to get done, but you don't have to do it yourself, I think is is really important.
0: Yeah, and I think so to that point around saying no, it's like the, the more we say yes, we're saying no to things that perhaps we should be saying yes to. And so we all have the same amount of limited time and resources. And so it's... Uh, it really is in our best interest to really be rock solid and, and very clear around what is the best yes. Um, otherwise, that just causes unnecessary challenges. But, Marie, Bola, Tony, this has been extraordinary. Thank you all so much for this conversation. Um, you know, again, I'm going to put a challenge out to to those who are watching online, regardless of when you view this, because you may see it in February, you may not, because this is going to have it's it's evergreen. This content it is, and so because of that, I want to just put a challenge out to everyone um, that's viewing to support Black businesses because Black business matters. And so, again, see Marie Bola Tony, thank you so much for just sharing your genius with each of us. And thank you to everyone online who's viewing on behalf of the entire Small Business Network team, our partners and our sponsors. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you and be well.